Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show man oh man oh man i thank god for it i thank god for all he's done for me for all the little things that i oftentimes uh fail to thank him for that i take for granted for you know uh, i was i was talking the other day to a buddy of mine we had gotten to this conversation about God and, uh, and, and in the conversation we had narrowed it down and we were talking about changing the way we are as people, you know, that everybody has to change, you know, nothing stays the same. Everybody changes. And, uh, a lot of these changes can be for the good. And a lot of them are just, they just come with time. You know, sometimes it's aging that changes us, but, no matter how old you get, you still have the ability to improve as a person. You may not have the foot speed you used to have. You may not be as agile as you used to be. Uh, Your energy level may not be what it used to be. Your desire to do some of the things that you used to do may be gone. The thing that doesn't have to change and will not change is you. You have the ability to continue to grow as a person. Even when Father Time and nature has taken its course, we were talking about everybody can change. 
and everybody has uh, the right to reinvent themselves as they get older. And I equated it to jumping out of an airplane. You know, there are some people, man, who get to a certain point in their life and they and they jump from the airplane is now almost a, 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 a stunt of some kind. It's almost like they life didn't got out of control. You ever seen somebody jump out of an airplane and, and the parachute don't open and they life start and it seems like they start spinning and tumbling and they can't get it together? And I've seen some mid-air rescues before, but then there are times when we, you know when it hasn't worked, you know, you jump out that airplane, and 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 at first it's fun. I, I've never skydived before, but I would imagine when you first jump out of an airplane that they people describe it as a a sense of being free, and it's exhilarating when you first jump out the plane. But if you pull that cord and nothing happens, I I never happened to me, but I can only imagine the panic that's got to set in because no matter how fun it was a moment ago, the, the, the flying over to one another, the holding hands in the air, the, the breeze, the, the, the descent, the, the, the feeling of all of a sudden, if you reach for that cord and it's not, not there, you're suddenly spinning out of control. And that's what happens in a lot of people's lives. When you first start your life, you jump out the plane, you free, you young, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But then you get to a certain point in your life when you go, okay, I'm going to pull the cord now. And pulling the cord is an important thing because here's the, the analogy my friend gave me. He said, man, use your mind like a parachute. It works better when it's open. Well, see, what happens with a lot of people is they they in life they jump out the plane and 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 they and they having this free fall and it's fun for now but they get to a certain point in their life where they got themselves in a situation or they've had a little bit too much fun a little bit too long or you know they wasn't open to nothing and they just did what they wanted to do or they started be, getting involved with drugs or drinking or started running with the wrong people. So you jump out the plane at first, you free fall and it's fun. But then after a minute, man, something happens and they realize, whoa, and they reach for their cord and the cord don't work. Well, now you're in a panic-stricken situation. And my suggestion and what I've learned from the analogy that my friend shared with me is that we all, the sooner we can open our mind to God, the sooner we can develop that relationship with him. It's like pulling the cord and opening a parachute. If you open up your mind to God, God is like a parachute. You know, God can slow your descent. God can turn this out of control free fall into a nice ride for you. See, that's what happened to me. I was spinning out of control. I had gotten myself into a point, man, I wasn't doing real good. Oh, y'all would look at me and think, man, Stevie, man, no. I wasn't doing real good. I had spun out of control. I was was in a free fall, and I reached for the cord, but I was so far away, the cord didn't open. Then I went to him, and I pulled the cord. When I went to God, 
I pulled the cord and it opened, and he slowed my descent. And this is what I just believe. I don't believe now that I age as fast as I was aging because I got that parachute open now. You know, I take better care of myself eating. I work out more now. You know, uh, I'm not out of control. I have a direction now. Uh, that wind then got up under that parachute a little bit, you know, and now I'm, 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 I'm going, you know, I'm still getting older, you know, so, but the descent is so slow now, I'm able to enjoy the ride. I'm, I'm guiding my parachute over. Sometimes we go over to a, to a vacation spot over here. We float back over to a, but you know, I'm still getting old. I'm still going, going down. And, but the descent, because I've opened my mind to God, the parachute has slowed my descent. And now I'm rocking back and forth, but I ain't spinning out of control no more. You know, I'm able to enjoy the view now. You know, when you jump out that plane and you and you pull that cord and it don't work, you ain't looking at the view no more. You're thinking of only one thing. How can I slow this down? Well, now I'm able to enjoy the view. I'm able to see all the beautiful things on the horizon that God has for me. I'm able to see all the beautiful things around me that he's provided for me over these years because I've slowed my descent. I use my mind like a parachute. It works better when it's open. Open your mind to God and so you can see the view, so you can slow the descent, so you can stop the out-of-control free fall that you've been on, that you can get your life together and see everything out on the horizon that God has for you. You know, it turned out to be a very true statement. Your mind, if you use it like a parachute, it works better when it's open, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me have your undivided attention, please. This is another glorious morning in the world. The Bible verse my mama used to give me every day on the way out the door. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I chose to be glad in it. <laughs> Might as well. This the one we got. This your hand today. This is your hand. Everybody got cards in it. You got to play your hand. The, the one thing for sure, be grateful you got a hand to play. Hello, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry. Amen, Steve. Amen. Good morning. And there she is, ladies and gentlemen, Carla Farrell. <laughs> amen, amen again. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? Looking for that damn junior boy. Morning, everybody. If the Lord for you, who could be against you? Woo! Amen. Ooh, there we <laughs> go. Think it. About time. That ain't how he would start his morning <laughs> off. Just want to let y'all know that. He has come around <laughs> to air everything. That's you good. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> king of pranks, nephew Tommy. Top, top, top. Frank is in the building. Blessed and highly favored. Yes, sir. Excuse me, excuse me. For now. For now. Mm. Uh-huh. Oh, we going to do that today. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay, I'll wait, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We got yeah. the story coming up. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. We have the story okay. coming up, sir. Okay. Mr. He in the news. All right. Okay, I'm at a loss. I don't know what y'all talking about, so I guess <laughs> I'll wait. It's coming up, Steve. It's you know. coming up. It, entertainment news, Shirley? Uh -huh. Top of the hour. Up. There we go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Stick around for that. Oh, 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 he entertainment news now. <laughs> no, it's not me. It's huh? not who you I, think. I'm, it's I'm not being upstaged. I'm being upstaged. <laughs> Tommy is the king of pranks. Oh, we all okay. agree. We all agree. Tommy is the king of pranks. Not in your mind, though. Not no more. <laughs> oh, you're the king <laughs> for now. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Wow. Top of the hour. Well, we'll, we have we'll find one. out. Uh, you know. What? Got a lot going on today, I guess. Uh, What's going on? I don't know. Monday, Wednesday. You know. All is, is calm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Lord. Ain't nobody tweeted nothing. <laughs> well, he can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's going good. It's scary, ain't it? They didn't shut down the my pillow guy CEO Twitter. What happened to him? I heard about yeah, him. What happened hey, to him? Hey, 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 hey. I want to know what it is because I don't know the my pillow story. That. that guy said, "What he do?" Twitter shut him down because of his false claims about the election, election. and Biden has already been sworn into office, and he's in office, and they just shut him down with all these false claims and things that he kept tweeting out. So it violated their policy. So, bye bye. <sighs> You know how See, Sean you know Hannity what? Now he gonna mess Trump. around. Mm -hmm. This guy <laughs> really loves him. This guy really I loves all Trump. That no way he gonna mess his little pillar company up. He did. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all right, listen. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, it's Woman Crush Wednesday, and guess who's in the building? The one and only Sister Odell. Right after what? This. Mm -hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it is Wednesday. That means it must be Women Crush Wednesday. And our girl, she's been MIA for a minute, but she's back today. Sister Odell, you can hear, is here. Had you. I needed the Take your time. <laughs> my, Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Well, good morning, everyone. It's been so long since y'all had me. How's everyone? Hey, Happy New sister. Year, sister. Hey, sister Odell. Happy yeah, New Year. Seen you since last year. Yes, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's to everyone. We just, I just been going around. It's just, it's been a wonderful year. You know, Trump. They finally got Trumps out of there. You know? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Trumps. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I know as a Christian, you ain't supposed to hate anybody and you supposed to love your enemy. I'm yeah. still working through that one because I can't stand his ass. That's for sure. <laughs> well, he's gone You're now, not by yourself. Uh -huh. You're not by yourself on that he's one. He's out. Yeah. So what's what? in your mind? Anything you want to ask me or something? Well, I mean, you know, I'm sure you watched the inauguration, Sister Odell. I'm sure you did. Uh, mm. a, a lot of talk about, um, you know, the fashions and everything. Did you see Michelle Obama's uh, burgundy pantsuit? Girl, long let me tell it? you something. <laughs> Come on. Girl, Sh Shell came through there rocking that thing, didn't she? 
<laughs> was up in here. She she was well, you know in the words what my grandkids say. She was ripping it. Just <laughs> let them know. I'm the first lady, you know, you know, cause you know the lady that was in the White House. What's her name? Melanie. Uh, Is it Melanie? Melanie? What's Melania. her name? Melania Trump. Melania Trump. Oh, oh, she had white name. That's right. Melanie, she just been black. I'm sorry. Throw it off a little <laughs> bit. She was white. She's white. <laughs> Melania was in there. Now, Melania, I didn't care for her because she had a little stanky ass attitude. But she could mm. dress, though. That mm. helper, that helper could dress. She married to the wrong man and she looked. She looked concerned all the time. She always looked like <laughs> something was just wrong. <laughs> In the end, she stood by her man, though. In the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that ain't going to last, though, just... Shirley. That's, a, that's a any minute now. That, 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 that marriage ain't worth a damn. It wasn't worth a quarter. I never seen, I ain't never seen a loving picture of them nowhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. Sister Odell. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm. So go ahead, ask me something. Yeah, you said you had something, Carla. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask Sister Odell, you know, since quarantine and everybody's been home during pandemic on social media, have you seen on TikTok the different challenges like the Buss It Challenge? (laughs) Have you done any of those little fun challenges? You you talking about where the women show their butt? Well, you well, know, they, they drop down they drop and they down. do a little dance. You don't have to show your butt. So I just wanted to know if you have been, you know. You know, that ain't for everyone. You know, the internet. What? You know, the, the internet. See, you know, you know something, Thomas. You know, you just stay respectful now. It's been a while. First of all, you ain't spoke to me. Mm. That's what your bald head ass need to realize. First, I'm, you ain't oh, said a oh, word oh, to me. You ain't oh, spoke I'm, to me. You're right. I'm sorry. Good, good morning. Have that. First thing you want to do is snap on somebody. You're snapping over the wrong ones, or you don't want this here, little man. You don't want that smoke. <laughs> you bought that light. I'm telling you right now, ain't no one here. You don't want this here. You know, girl, Not you know, you. you know, they call me liposuction. I'll take it out you. <laughs> Got infogram out there now. Everybody on infogram. Uh, what is doing it called? What they want to do? It, it just looks stupid. Infogram. What is, it's Instagram. 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 <laughs> I ain't yes, talking ma'am. about coffee, sweetie. I'm talking about the internet. <laughs> okay, never mind. Is the coffee? What do you think about our our uh, our first uh, female since this is Women Crush Wednesday, Vice President? who happens to be a woman of color. Girl, let me tell you something. I was so proud of uh, Kamala. You know, just went up there and represented for all in there. Her speech was beautiful. Talking about all the black women's shoulders she stood on and everything. And it's yes. just it, it's just good to see her, you know. Just good mm-hmm. to, you know, she got, she calm, she keep herself nice and everything. You know, yeah, had a beautiful, beautiful uh, cream nursing outfit on when she came out there the first night, you know. <laughs> not the nurse. No, man. No. Nurse a, it was a pantsuit, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's what all us want for the uh, pastor's 50th anniversary, uh, the mm-hmm. nurses guild. That's what we want. Oh. You know, oh. we want all, uh, we call it, you know, uh, Winnie White. Oh, Winnie yes, White. ma'am. Oh. Looking good, looking good. I was going to ask her about uh, yeah. Harriet Tubman and... When you Girl, you know, I'm already on that, you know. <laughs> My sister going to be on that 20. 
Bust them off. That's what I'm talking about. Now, that's, who, that's who you want on the 20. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you know, you put her. somebody on the 20 that done something. Pistol packing. You know, the, they putting all these dead white men on money. Might as well put somebody on that. Why not? <laughs> what? <Sister> what? <laughs> Now that's you better no. See, I know the far. whole story. Y'all ain't told the story. I'm just we telling you, I was down there with him. <laughs> but that ain't the reason to put on the 20, though, sister. Well, you know what? That's now, a reason was, for me, fool. I was good. <laughs> this Man, is was real black history. Black Mahalia history Jackson, you don't know nothing but, uh, about. <laughs> Mahalia. Uh, yeah, the... Her, her movie's coming out. But anyway, we got to go, Sister Odell, because it's time for Nephew Tommy. <laughs> you can introduce him if you like. No! <laughs> mm, okay. Run that prank back. <laughs> With the nephew is coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with national news. But right now, the nephew is here, the king of pranks. Uh, mm. Run that prank back. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, this wow. was for everybody, and especially for Morgan Freeman. Panty party. Let's go, <laughs> cat dog. This is what we do, Morgan. You don't know what you're doing. Hello? Hello. Uh, I must have had a wrong number. Um, I'm uh, My name is Marcus. I'm trying to find... Is this the person that lives in um in nineteen A? Yeah, yeah, nineteen A, Gary. What's up? Um, I'm trying to find the, the lady that lives in in nineteen A. Am I calling the right place? You talking about Bree? Bree, that's uh, yeah, that's it. Bree is is Bree available? Uh, nah, man. She she's probably at work. Oh, okay. All right. Well, listen. I'm. I'm. Li- I live in. Um. I live on the 18th floor. Me and some of the guys on the 18th floor are throwing, throwing a party, uh, on the rooftop, and we we're gonna. We we're inviting a few people. So I was trying to see oh, if. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we was gonna invite Bria. I've never seen you before. I didn't know you. So you live in the building too? Yeah, 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 man. I live in 19A with her. Yeah, that's my girl. What's up? Wait, when, when's the party? Ah, uh, okay. The party's Friday night. All right. A party Friday night. So yeah, well, like I said, we was we were reaching out, and um, you know, we wanted to invite. I never, you know, I've seen Bree coming in out of the building, and um, and uh, you know, the doorman told me that he thinks she lives on the 19th floor somewhere. So, so yeah, I was trying to um, um, yeah, where are you come you're, what, you're on the 18th floor. Yeah, I'm on the 18th floor. I'm in 18th. Yeah, I'm at 18. Yeah, so the party's um, you know, is on Friday night, like about 10 o'clock, 10 to 10 to one. We're inviting a few people out, so, but, but, um, like I Hell said, I, yeah. didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know you lived um, with Bree, but, but this is a, this is a cool thing, man. But so we're having a, um, we're having a, a panty party on Friday night. What? A panty party? Yeah, yeah. On, on, on the rooftop, we're having a, a panty party. You know, we got food and and drinks and all that kind of stuff. So, I, I was wanting to see if she wanted to come out. So, so that that's what you do, Marcus. That's what y'all do on the 18th floor. Y'all just hit up folks and, and try to get. It. Dudes, girls come to a panty party? A panty party? Panty we party. have a party once once every, you know, once every once a quarter we we throw a party. So, yeah, you know, well, keep, this, keep, the... keep up this bullshit, bro. It's gonna be the last party you throw in. What the fuck is the matter with you calling me out? Hey, 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 the language. The language, bro. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, I didn't know Bree lived with someone in nineteen A. I've never seen anybody other than Bree. Okay? Yeah, it's because I worked my ass off, dog. Who are you? Marcus. Okay, so so okay, 
I'm Marcus, but let's just calm down. Like I said, all I'm trying to do is invite Bree to, um, to you know, to a party. Now, well, Bree ain't coming to no panty party, boy. What the you? What the f the matter with you? Okay, so let, let's let, let me ask you this, sir. I call for Bree. I don't know nothing. Yeah, about and you got Gary. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know nothing about no Gary. Okay, so Bree will have to let me know that that she doesn't want to come to the party. But um, I'll, I, since I thought I had the right number for Bree, what I'll do is find out how to get in touch with Bree directly. Because once again, I didn't know I was getting in contact with a Gary. I thought I was getting in touch with Bree. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be worth much to Bree, man. When I cut that off, who the are you to call me? That's my girl. That's my girl. Okay, so it's your girl, all right? But like I said, I didn't know she had a boyfriend or anything. But that doesn't stop me from asking Bree if she wants to come to the party. Yeah, well, she ain't single. She's not single. The only the only thing single in 19A is that single barrel That's the only thing that's single up in 19A. Okay, so let me ask you this, man. How long have you and Bree been together? Can I ask Don't worry about what the f I am with my girl. Who the f yeah. are you? Hey, I think, I think Bree can make her own decision. Or if she want to come to the party, I'll just call her directly. I just got the wrong number mixed up. That's all it is. No, you got the right number, Marcus. You got the you got the right number and the wrong mother. So are you trying to say Bree can't make up her mind on if she want to come to the party or not? Bree is all she can make up. She? she can make up her mind if she wants to. I think she has made it up, Marcus. I think she has. Well, how do you know that? I haven't even asked her to come to the panty party. Hello. What the f you want, Marcus? What do you really want? I want Brie at the panty party. That's what you I want. Can't, you can't have Brie at no panty party. That's mine. Listen, mother. I'm at, the, I'm at work right now. Don't come at me with this bullshit. I've been in that building for years. I've never heard of no panty party before. Are you going to ask her to come to the panty party or do I need to ask? That panty party and you, Marcus. My girl ain't coming to no damn panty party. All right, all right, I see what I got to do now. I got to go to the doorman and get Brianna's, get Bree's number, and ask her to come because you're not going to pass on the message that I want her to have. Let me, let me tell you me. something. You better not come to no doorman. You better not come to 198. That's my girl. Stay the fuck away from her. Okay, okay, okay. All right, cool. So, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Party's in a few days. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let up until I get at least give Bree an invitation to come out to the panty party. Your invitation, Bree ain't coming to. The only mother you're gonna see there is me. So let me ask you this: Are you ashamed of, of Bree's panties? Do you not want her? Do you not want us to see her in the in the, in, the, in her panties? I mean, what is it? Mother, don't worry about me or my girl or her panties. You got me. You got me. Okay. All right, man. I'm not, I'm not working now. If I wasn't at work, I'd crawl. I'd mother lucky you caught me at work. I know you were at work, and I, because somebody told me you were at work. You know who told me you were at work, Gary? Who the told you I was at work, mother No. Bree. Bree told me you were at work. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got Mother I told you. Stop saying but Bree. What the Hey, 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 Gary, 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 listen to me. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl, Brianna, got me to prank phone call you. This is a prank. <laughs> Shut the You all right, man? G, G you all right? <laughs> man, I'm in the room closet right now cutting your ass out. <laughs> Man, get your ass.
closet, man. You man, man come on, bro. Why you, why you doing me like that at work, man? I need this job. I got bills to pay. <laughs> Yo, man, your girl got me to prank you, man. She said, you got to prank my boyfriend and get dead in his ass. All you got to do is say something about me, and he going to go straight crazy. Oh, my God. Get the f*** out of here. Oh, nephew T. <laughs> come on, bro. Why you got to... I love y'all show, man. Why y'all got to do me like that? Uh, it's what we do, baby. It's 2020 and more to come. Now, I got one more question, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? That's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, man. You know that. <laughs> party party on Friday, girl. Party party on Friday. Man, I'll see you there. I'll see you there. I'll see you there, now. <laughs> All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top, entertainment and national news right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Eric Trump is no longer one of America's first sons, so guess what? He can't fly on Air Force One. Anyway, the ex-president's son, Eric, his wife, and kids all flew commercial on Delta in what coach? What? Mm, Welcome to the real world, baby. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be back there. Yeah, they, <laughs> really? they were on a flight from Florida back to New York, but they did get escorted to the plane by Secret Service. Uh, they got on board and put their stuff in overhead bins, and Trump's, uh, they did wear masks. Wow. Did oh, anybody say anything to them? They did. They, they took a couple of selfies. I saw yeah, some they pictures. Did. Yeah, they did. You know they say Get used so. to it. Yeah. 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 What you say, Shirley? <laughs> Get used to it. It's over pressure. Sit on yeah. down Where your with daddy at? else. Mm-hmm. In, in Florida. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to tell you right now, though, uh-huh. that's hard to go from Air Force One all the way down to Coach. That's hard. Oh, that's yeah. a drop off right there. I don't know how they <laughs> ask they get in first class. At least get on the other side of that curtain. Your ass <laughs> went from Air Force One down to Coach. In the middle seat. <laughs> the Secret Service, where were they? In first class? <laughs> All hey, right. man, but you know what that's equivalent to? That's like living in a penthouse on Fifth Avenue and then living on top of the liquor store on Wade Park. <laughs> 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 Don't nobody right, feel and, uh, sorry for them. Yeah. Mm-mm. 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 Get used to it. Mm-mm. And other entertainment news. According to People Magazine, one lucky winner... We'll get to, uh, we'll get to team up with Morgan Freeman. <sighs> okay, you know you all know. Come on, Shirley. What, what is all this? Yeah, this like it's, oh, this man. Man. Because it's Morgan Freeman, you guys. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you ventilating over his old ass. <laughs> I love him. You know I love him. Uh, it's a charity fundraiser site. Uh, Omaze. It's making that happen with the contest to win a video call. From Morgan Freeman, okay? You can win a video call from him. The winner will then get to team with Morgan to prank a loved one. As a bonus, you'll get an outgoing voicemail message recorded by Morgan Freeman. (sighs) The charity's benefiting from the prank. Uh, I can do, look, that's who I like. (laughs) The charity's benefiting from the prank are the Tallahatchie River Foundation, and the ACLU, ACLU Foundation, SoCal. So that's good. But won't you do it? Won't you do it with him, sir? Won't you? Won't you get in the contest? Won't don't you? Don't think do it I with haven't him? thought about Tommy, it. Tommy, how the voicemail gonna go, Tommy? Don't think I haven't <laughs> thought about it. Hello. 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 
Hello? Hello, Shirley Strawberry. <laughs> I have caller ID. I knew it was oh you calling. God. It's him. I knew this would happen one day. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it's for charity. It's for a great cause. It's for a great cause. You don't have to worry, Tony. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that's great. He's making it happen for people. Yeah. Mm. Do so things excited. for charity. That's good. We all give back. I love it. Come on, Andy Dufresne. Come on. We're going to be excited about it, though. Yes. This is Morgan a prank Freeman. phone call. You just got pranked by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I just pranked I like you. You know how many people are going to be talking about, well, where the hell is Tommy at, though? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, good morning, everybody there. This is Antrip with the news. Well, more than 150 people are facing federal charges in connection with the Capitol Hill riot earlier this month. Dozens more face charges in Superior Court, and prosecutors are saying there'll be more suspects charges. You can expect that. Acting U.S. Attorney for Washington, D.C., Michael Sherwin, uh, says that some 400 cases, as a matter of fact, are open and under investigation right now. And the FBI and local law enforcement have reportedly been collecting more and more evidence every day, which includes stuff like material from grand jury subpoenas and even search warrants. So investigators could possibly build more complex cases which would then involve much more serious charges, okay? 100 senators were sworn in yesterday for the Senate impeachment trial of former President Donald Trump, although the trial won't begin actually till the week of February 8th. Actually, it's the 9th, the Tuesday, when it's supposed to start. Uh, Trump is charged with a single count, incitement of insurrection, and that's for allegedly provoking the Capitol Hill riot. 17 Republicans would have to join Democrats in order to convict Trump, however, and President Joe Biden says he doubts that's going to happen. Meanwhile, it looks like there's been a meeting of the minds between Senate Minority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell and the new Majority Leader Chuck Schumer about power sharing in the Senate session. I'm glad we're finally able to get the Senate up and running. My only regret is that it took so long because we have a great deal we need to accomplish over the next several weeks and months. Governors across the nation, meanwhile, are expressing frustration with the supply of COVID vaccine, saying they can't keep up with the demand. Uh, President Biden says his administration is trying to catch up. Apparently there wasn't enough, he says, ordered by the Trump administration. Mr. Biden says that the U.S. has gotten commitments from vaccine producers to make more serum as quickly as possible. Later this week, Mr. Biden will reportedly reopen the federal marketplaces for buying health insurance under the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare and also lower the barriers that were set up by President Trump to receiving Medicaid. Yesterday, the president focused on racial equity. Mr. Biden says as a candidate, he said, that racial justice would be one of the major problems that he wanted to tackle along with COVID-19, climate change and the economy. Today is International Holocaust Remembrance Day. A new report says that anti-Semitic incidents in this country continue to climb up by nearly 124 percent between 2015 and 2019. Jewish leaders point to swastikas on street corners in California and Virginia, the shooting of Jewish worshipers and the chance of white men carrying tiki torches in Charlottesville, screaming the Jews won't replace us. Apparently, one of the most looked up words last year was lockdown. They even made songs about it. Uh, the way she sings, it makes it sound good, right? Lockdown. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Are your neighbors asking you for more favors? Because with the pandemic, everybody is at home more. You know that. So are your neighbors asking you to do favors like um, watch their kids, loan tools, 
pick up or check to see if there's a package at the door, uh, help them move, help them carry things, help them shovel snow. So Steve, I gotta ask you this. What was the worst or what was the best neighbor you ever had? Mm. Wow. <laughs> but I guess I guess the best neighbor I ever had was when I lived in Cleveland on 112th Street, Mr. Cook next door. Mr. Cook was the mm-hmm. best neighbor I ever had. He barbecued, used to let me come over and taste it. You know, oh, that, was that was it. That was nice. Where I live now, I ain't even seen no neighbors. I don't know where they at. You don't know your uh, neighbors? Why not? <laughs> well, let me tell you why. I'm how the hell do I know, know the neighbors? Yeah. I don't even, because the next why, neighbor is why a mile and a half over. It's a mile and a half over. Time. When you got oh, that many oh, acres, that is it's, oh. He can't even see the next house. Girl, please. Oh, is that what I just is? don't think I live in a neighborhood where uh, neighbors, you know, have a neighborly relationship is like really oh, open okay. and welcome. It's not that type. Uh-huh. You know, you know, ain't no sidewalks. Mm-hmm. You can't walk down the let's, street let's, and let's all go that. A little ain't none of that. So, call oh. it. They don't have HOA where he lives. Okay. Homeowners ain't no association. Home. <laughs> ain't none of that. No, they don't have, don't have that. that no, ain't no can he do mm. something. Ain't none of that. Mm. Mm. They have neighborhood no. watch where he mm. lives. Oh, anything like that? Okay. Neighborhood watch. Tom. He got neighborhood watch. <laughs> no, now people that own these houses in his neighborhood, all they staffs get together and they meet. But ain't no HOA. Ain't no. <laughs> we finna we finna talk about these street lights. I, I and know stuff my like neighbors that. on. Yeah. <laughs> I know my and, and very you know close how Tommy to knows all uh-huh. of this, y'all. Uh-huh. Wow. Do you all know how Tommy knows say, all say? of this? Because, oh. I, because Tommy lives in a chateau, mm. and when you live in a chateau, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Things mm. like this, you know, you know all this type stuff. See, he know how I'm living, cause he right there. Oh, okay. You know. So, Tommy, Y'all do you know to your neighbors? House? I have. I've been to Tommy's house. I know my neighbors. Yeah, I, I know some Tommy's house. I know some. I ain't mm-hmm. never been over there. Who is, who is What's his name? Pierre. I know one oh, name. Pierre? Oh. Yeah. Who the hell you know got a damn neighbor named Pierre? <laughs> Why can't that be his name? <laughs> I'm saying, is he French? <laughs> who in the hell got a neighbor named Pierre? You mad at the name, <laughs> too. My neighbor named Ashley. Mine are Lisa hey. and Bill. <laughs> That's all I All know. right, listen, coming up at 34 minutes yeah. after the hour, a quick round of Ask the CLO right after this, Pierre. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for a quick round of Ask the CLO. The Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is in the building. Steve, you ready? Here Born. we go. <laughs> This one is from Domino in Las Vegas. Domino says, I'm a 28-year-old single female, and uh, I'm engaged to be married, but my fiancé's mother doesn't like me. His mom and my mom went to high school together, and his mom said my mother was popular and referred to her as a mean girl. My mom is a little bougie, okay, but that has nothing to do with me. I'm nothing like my mom, but I'm a respectable young woman. I don't want to live the rest of my life with a man who can't persuade his mom to stop holding grudges. Is there any way to get through to her? It's your mama, dog. Nah. Nah. (laughs) 
No, ain't nothing you can do. Something happened between her and and his mama. Something happened between your mama and his mama back in school. Something they ain't talking about it. She mistreated. I think your mama probably said something bougie to or talked down to her to the boy's mama, and he ain't forgot it. And she taking it out on you. That's all it is. And we can't help you on this show with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, see if the son can't okay. get through to her, to his own mom. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I mean, we're moving it, on. You know. WD in Baltimore says, I've been working for over 35 years and I'm past retirement age, but I can't leave my job because it covers up my double life. My hours were reduced four years ago, so now I work 8 a.m. till noon, and then I'm off to my girlfriend's house to relax until it's time to head home around 6 p.m. Wow. (laughs) My company is forcing me to fully retire in June. I knew you'd like this, Tommy. Uh, and, And I'd be sick over it. I've been sick over it. I've been married 26 years, and I would never leave my wife, but I'm sure she suspects something. Should I be honest with her and hope for the best what well listen to this man i don't know how you didn't fake it this long because you working half a day i'm pretty sure they're not giving you a whole check so uh these years that you've been working half a day getting that half a check i guess your wife ain't say nothing about that all i can tell you dog is when they fully make you retire i think then you can Mm -hmm. act like You've been at work and just go over there all damn day. Just stay over there from eight to five. What happened when that you goes know. to hell? Though? <laughs> Tommy, he's not divorcing his wife, mm-hmm. but he's not gonna leave I'm his girlfriend. Years. See, he's not looking for a solution. He talking about should he come clean? Fool, come Ooh, clean. Ooh, you scared me. What? What? Dog, dog. Now, yeah. what are you finna walk in there and say to your wife that's going to sound anything like, oh, 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 that's what you've been doing? Oh, okay. You're going to mess around and get killed. K-I-L-T, killed. How would he say it, Steve, if he did? How would he say it? Oh, hey, baby. Hey, baby, look. Oh, can we talk? Oh, you got a minute? Can we talk? Um, uh-huh. Hey, you remember when... um. I don't know how I can say this here. You remember when uh, I told you that we we weren't going to have no lights on for a while and we had to cut back on grocery shopping instead of going every Saturday? Remember we had to just start going, you know, two Saturdays out the month instead of every Saturday? Huh? <laughs> you remember that? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I you, remember. You remember I remember. when I... You, yeah, you, you remember when I told you that I was saving for retirement and... and and I, would, I wanted mm-hmm. to surprise you with the money, so I was taking half of what I was making and put it in a special account. You remember Remember, mm-hmm. I had told mm-hmm. you that? Yes, baby, I remember all Okay, that. well, mm-hmm. I've been... But you're breathing so I've been hard, going to work boy. half a day. Mm. Uh-huh. And, and then the other half... Uh, Why? I've been going over this woman's house and uh, <laughs> waiting till 6 o'clock to come home to you. Pow, pow, pow! Cow, cow, yes. Coming up next, the nephew with a prank phone call right after this. You're dead.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, is my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my husband is a thug and a prominent pastor. What? But uh, right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Diva Lounge. Diva Lounge. Let's try it. Come on, cat. This is Lornetta. Yeah, uh, Lornetta, I'm trying to, um, you you the one on the Diva Lounge, right? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, my aunt trying to, um, my Aunt Phyllis was trying to get an appointment, say y'all re- rejected her or something like that on getting an appointment uh, for, uh, for uh, la- this past Saturday she wanted to get get in and get her, get her hair did. I'm sorry, sir. No one rejected her. Right now I'm not accepting any new clients. Hold on. What? So what do what you mean you're not accepting no clients? I don't, that's the part I'm not trying to understand because my Aunt Phyllis, you know, she done called up there like two times from what she's telling me about she can't, Get in there, uh, to Diva Lounge. That she can't get in there and get her hair done, cause every time she calls, they saying that they, you know, ain't want nobody uh, uh take her, or give her an appointment. Sir, I am the only stylist at the Diva Lounge, and right now I am not accepting any new clients. I am so sorry for your aunt, but there are other salons in the area. But right now, I am not accepting any new clients. No, no, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, man, no, that. My ain't want to. She want to come there. That. That. Who the hell you cursing? I'm just saying this here. My ain't trying to get her weave. My ain't trying to get her weave done. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. You you just cursed me out for no apparent reason. I just no, told you. I, I, told I just you. said f- that because basically what I'm trying to say is I don't understand how it is you can't get my any hair done. She's trying to get her weave done so she can be right for church. So I don't understand the problem. What? What? The problem is your f- attacking me. How the hell you gonna call me talking about your damn aunt wants a damn appointment, but you cursing me out? You won't be able to get an appointment with me talking to me like that. Now, okay, so, what I so said, what's, what's, excuse, what's, me, what's, sir, excuse me, let me talk, because you just cursed me out. Now you're going to hear what I have to say. Sir, I'm not accepting any new clients at this time. Now, she could have called, but right now I'm not. I'm just not accepting any new clients. I apologize, but there's nothing else I can do. I work on Hold on, because you know what? I already know the deal, because I didn't already ask around town. You, you got all these, everybody over there got all these... Big time cars, Beamers, and Range Rovers. So them the people, them only the people you do. You can't what? do. So my my ain't even regular person. Uh, you can't do no. Listen, let me tell you one damn thing. I don't discriminate. I don't give a damn what you drive. You can drive a damn Ford Pinto for all I care. I don't discriminate. Right now, sir, my damn schedule is booked, and I cannot take any more new clients. There are a thousand damn salons in Montgomery that you can go to. Okay, let me let me let me let me, let me say let me say this to you. Uh, uh, what's your name again, Lornetta? Let me tell you this right here. I'm gonna bring my Annie. I'm gonna bring my Annie up there. I'm bringing my Annie. Hey, you 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 gonna shut up while I'm talking? Hey, look, I'm gonna bring my Annie up there. I'm sorry, say what? No, no, but you ain't finna just reject my Annie. She's trying to get her idea for church. Okay, hold on. All professionalism is about to go out the door with your Now, I have been trying to be professional with your since you just called me. But you you insist on cursing me out, and I haven't done anything to you. I have simply said, sir, I cannot take on any new clients. But you insist on cursing me out. No, I insist. I insist. I insist on somebody doing my any hair. Somebody go put my any weave. Well, damn it, another damn salon. You won't get it done here. I'm trying to tell you. Oh no, you go. You go do it because I'm gonna bring my any up there on Saturday. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. 
We only the hottest one up in Montgomery, baby. We the hottest <laughs> one in the city, so you got to come by and see me. You got to do this for me. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You play like way, way short hair <laughs> specialist. <laughs> what you Ooh. think about your nephew, Steve? <laughs> uh, you know, that, that, that one, that one. That was a good-ass prank. That was a good-ass uh-huh. prank. You know, I liked it, you know, especially the angle he took about, because uh-huh. she's a short-hair specialist. Yeah. That yeah. was it. Well, I hope yeah, you're listening, Morgan Freeman. I was I hope you're listening. that. Yeah. Yeah. Morgan Freeman is doing prank phone Tommy. calls now for charity. Tommy. Uh, he ain't going to be good at this, dog. Yes, he We're gonna is. See. Don't, don't even worry about it, man. Uh, yes, okay. he is. All right. Thank no, you, No, he nephew. ain't, dog. This ain't what he do. <laughs> Up next is Strawberry Letter. My it. husband is a thug and a prominent pastor. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. See that? Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my husband is a thug. And a prominent pastor. Okay. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for seven years. I'm 43 and my husband is 38, but he acts like the world owes him something and always has a chip on his shoulder. He is argumentative and a wannabe thug. He grew up in a rough area and he had to make it out of the hood on his own, but he won't acknowledge that he's in a much better place spiritually and financially now. He will preach a good sermon on Sunday, But Monday through Saturday, he curses, drinks, and he's a womanizing thug. He curses like a sailor, and he loves to brag about fighting and who's behind he could whoop if he had the chance. He's cheated on me twice. The second time it happened, I checked out of the marriage. I would love to divorce him, but I can't because he is my sole source of income. I got laid off in April of last year, and I'm having a hard time finding a full-time job. He stands in the pulpit on Sundays while I sit amongst the two or more women he slept with at the church. A few Sundays ago, a female church member approached me and said my husband made inappropriate remarks to her. I told her that she should tell her husband. A couple of days later, my husband came home and said he got into a verbal altercation with the lady's husband, and I acted surprised. My husband was flustered and embarrassed. I'm thinking all of the men in the church need to know what he's up to. The two church members he slept with are married, and I think their husbands should know what my husband has been doing. Should I start a war at the church or leave vengeance up to the Lord? Well, I'll say no, definitely don't start a war at the church. And First Lady, you know the Bible does say vengeance is mine. You know that. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Um, So you already know the answer to that. The question is, what are you going to do? I mean, I'm trying to figure out how you're still with him. He's a hypocrite. He's supposed to be a changed man and, you know, all of that, practice what he preaches every Sunday. And, you know, of course, I'm not saying that he should be perfect because, you know, he's still a man, of course. But um, nothing in the letter says that he's a man of God except for that he goes 
Sunday and preaches and preaches a good sermon. But after that, Monday through Saturday, you know, he's all in this thug life or whatever he's been trying to do. Um, You say he's a womanizing thug, but then you're dependent upon him financially, so that makes it hard for you to leave. He's a cheater. You've been humiliated every Sunday when you see these women's faces. Uh, Your man is sexually harassing women at the church and, and just wrong. He's just wrong on every level. I mean, you can't change him. But I guess, you know, I guess you should be planning your escape. I mean, I say escape because you got to get away from him at least for a little while. You got to do something. I mean, he's not showing any signs of stopping. He's not showing any signs of remorse or anything. And he's being very disrespectful and and self-destructive, you know, really trying not to. I, I do ask you this. Try not to make any emotional decisions like telling the husband you know, like you said at the end of the letter, let God handle that. Um, you just continue to look for a job because, you know, something is going to give eventually. See if you have any friends or family members you can trust that maybe can help you. And in the meantime, maybe you could suggest counseling. I doubt if he'll go. Maybe you can suggest that. But definitely you have to change your situ- your pattern, what you're doing. So start saving up if, if you can. You know, get a little part-time job or something. You're looking for full-time. But you you got to get out of there because th- this is not healthy, especially for you. Steve? You know, this letter right here, it starts off as a major conflict, just the subject. Mm-hmm. My husband is a thug and a prominent pastor. What? Okay, let's just deal with the he's a pastor part because he's really not a thug. He's really, really not. He, nothing in this letter he does is thuggish. I'm just, but we, but he's supposed to be a pastor. So let's get with the conflict right away. He acts like the world owes him. First of all, you took 43 and he 38. What did he say to you to get you in the first place? I don't even understand this here, but that ain't what the letter's about. But let me show you the conflict of him being a prominent pastor. First thing, he acts like the world owes him something. Here's another one. He always has a chip on his shoulder. Here's another one. He's argumentative. And last but not least, he's a wannabe thug. How the hell did he get to be the pastor? I mean, just these four qualities right here. How did he become a prominent pastor? He grew up in the the rough area, had to make it out the hood on his own. You know how many of us got that story? Three on this show. Three on this show. Oh, damn near everybody I know. That's anything damn near got that story. Hell, all us on this show got that story. (laughs) So what is he talking about? He don't acknowledge that he's in a much better place spiritually. What? I can't tell. This letter is just too much. All right, here we go. He will preach a good sermon on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday, he cusses, he drinks, and he's a womanizing thug. Okay, now let's 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 go back. He's your husband, and you're putting up with the cussing, the drinking, and the womanizing. He cusses like a sailor and loves to brag about fighting. Hold on, Steve. and who's behind? He could whoop if he had a chance. Mm-hmm. 
We'll have part two of Steve's response Whooping coming up at 20, 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, my husband is a thug and a prominent pastor. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, my husband is a thug and a prominent pastor. All right. The prominent pastor has these following qualities. The world owe he acts like the world owe him something. He always got a chip on his shoulder. He's argumentative, and he's a wannabe thug. You're married to him. He worked his way out the hood, but he won't acknowledge that he's in a better place because he wants to hold up this little thug mentality for some dumbass reason. He'll preach a good sermon on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday he cusses, drinks, and he's a womanizing thug. So he has a lot of women, and obviously you know this. Cusses like a sailor. He loves to brag about fighting and who's behind he could whoop if he had a chance. You always got the chance to jump on somebody. If that opportunity is available 24-7, you just go on over there and start to fight if that's what you want to do. He just talking. He running his damn mouth. He ain't whooping nobody ass. But this dude right here is worse than that. Now, you said he's cheated on me twice. The second time it happened, you checked out the marriage. Then you say, I would love to divorce him, but I can't because he's my sole source of income. Okay. Now, we have to deal with this part for a second. So, I understand that. I mean, look, don't don't think I don't. So, I got it. You you ain't got no means of taking care of yourself and everything. I, I get it. I'm, I'm not naive to that. But now, let's go over what you have to swallow to have this roof over your head and a car to drive. He act like the world owe him something. He's argumentative, got a chip on his shoulder. He's sleeping with women at the church. You know about it. And you got to deal with all that if you want to keep having the key to that house. I I just, I don't, is it worth it? Is it worth it? You know, I would love to divorce him, but I can't because he's my sole source of income. I got laid off in April last year, having a hard time finding a full-time job. He stands in the pulpits on Sundays while I sit amongst the two or more women he slept with at the church. Woo, you. That's a hard one. You a bad girl. That's a tough one. You you, you a bad girl, man. You you, a bad girl. And you got to swallow a lot. Look, I don't know where your relative's at. I don't know who you could move in with temporarily. I don't know if you think you're walking away from something and leaving it to somebody else. But you ain't got nothing, though. Right. I mean, he's doggish, man. This dude is doggish. But here the one that got it. A few Sundays ago, a female church member approached me and said my husband made an inappropriate remark to her. You told her you should tell her husband. A couple days later, my husband came home, said he got into a verbal altercation with the lady's husband and acted surprised. What happened to all that ass whooping he was yeah. going to do? Uh-huh. <laughs> See, remember right, that? Right. Remember that? Yeah. You know, yeah. if if you really wanted to whoop somebody's ass, I, this was the perfect opportunity. Uh-huh. Dude up in your face, accusing you of something you probably going to act like you didn't do. So you're going to act like you didn't say it. You got to because you're the pastor. Because you can't admit it because you know if you admit you did what you said, you know this dude going to light into you. So your little husband is a little coward. Now, my husband was flustered and embarrassed. I, once again, 
what happened to this ass whooping he been wanting to do? <laughs> See, the man approached you, now you flustered in the bed. Where is all these ass whoopers at, man? <laughs> Will you come on? Give me one. Come on, Jack Johnson, show me something. <laughs> all right. I'm thinking of all the men in the church that need to know what he's up to. I'm, the two church members he slept with are married, and I think their husband should know what my husband has been doing. Okay, now, your husband has been talking about whooping a lot of people's behind. But if you go to these women, husband and tell them this, he, gonna, he, he sure going to be involved in some ass whoopers then. And he ain't going to want neither one of them. But they're going to do something to your husband. See, you they're they going to do something to him, man. So I agree with Shirley. I don't think you should say it to them. I think the bigger problem for you is what you going to do. Mm-hmm. I right, think that's right. the bigger problem. I think your situation, you should start focusing on you. You've already checked out the marriage. It, it ain't much of a marriage. What you're willing to lose, you don't have. You don't have no... He's disrespectful. He's misleading. He's overbearing. He's the bully pulpit. He's abusive to you. He treats you any kind of way. And if I were you, I would just find a way to remove myself from that situation. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is go on about your business. Mm-hmm. You ain't yeah. you ain't got to do nothing. You can't stand in the pulpit, claim to be God's man, and be doing what you want. You might be getting away with it to them people, but you ain't getting away from God. You can walk away from this. Go set yourself up. Go stay at a relative's house. Get out of that situation because the London Bridge is falling down. Yep. All right, post your comments. Thank you, Steve, on today's Strawberry Letter. at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after, Junior Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, get ready. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, sure, let me ask you something. Uh What do Dominique Dawes, Gabby Douglas, Uh Simone Biles Uh all have Mm. in common? They're all gymnasts, of course. They're all exactly because we got a new one on the rise. I tell you right now, we got a new one that's here right now. And this girl, I don't know if y'all seen this though, but uh, it was display of black girl magic and black excellence. UCLA gymnast Nia Mm -hmm. Dennis, yeah, floor routine. That girl, there, let me tell you something. I watched it about 20 times. This girl was cold. Yes. Uh, it was all about our culture. Uh, we all have seen the viral video on social media where this young lady, Nia Dennis, did her routine to music by Kendrick Lamar and Missy Elliott Tupac, and she also saluted to the Greek fraternities and sororities. Mm, I did. just thought it was absolutely awesome. I've seen it about 10 times, man. This girl is going to be the next gold medalist for you. I got to watch it. I, I ain't the, uh, the Greek girl. You have to see this girl, man. She is the next gold medalist for us, I'm telling you. I, she was that phenomenal, man. And I mean, just her routine alone, though. Uh, when you see this routine, you be like, oh, yeah. I, you, once you see it, this your word. Oh, yeah, she got it. It's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. But you were just so proud watching her. Yeah. Just yeah. saluting black culture and black pride. And you could just tell she was just proud to be a black yeah. woman and in the gymnast. Carla, oh, at, at UCLA, though. Yeah, yeah, on their and yeah, on their team. We gotta talk yeah. about her talent. She's what you amazing. say, Junior? What you say, Junior? That <laughs> yeah. wasn't that Grambling. No, right. it wasn't that Grambling. <laughs> no, this at UCLA. They yeah, didn't which, know a Kendrick Lamar song. Great. Let me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but let me straighten this out. 
and I wasn't saying that in a negative way about Gremlin. No. I'm saying she did this in a platform where you normally don't see it. You don't at a school see like UCLA or something like that. No, no. Yeah, you don't see it was it. a gymnastic competition, and they beat mm-hmm. out her. Her team beat out Arizona State. Uh, but yeah. their gymnastic team at UCLA is, is a very good gymnastic team, okay. full of talented tumblers. Yeah, yes. she's so talented. Gymnast. Oh. Her tumbling yeah, no. is otherworldly, it was great. Steve. Uh, it's out this yeah. world. It was, it was it crazy. Really is. It really yeah. was. Now, switching yeah. gears now, in other sports news, days after the UFC lightweight uh, Dustin Poirier <laughs> beat Conor McGregor, uh, McGregor just woke up. We just heard where he just woke up yesterday. He said he want a rematch. <laughs> Oh, he just woke he just, up. <laughs> what, Junior? He just woke up, and the first thing I hit my was when everybody was gone, lights was out. Uh-huh. He just wanted a rematch. <laughs> of course, when you get your ass whooped, everybody want to fight again because yes. we was all watching. We saw it. I don't oh suggest it, Connor. I don't really suggest it. I just think just take that ass whooping and just move on. Let's just find somebody hmm. else. Pick a kid or somebody you can whoop for sure. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Junior, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some more trending news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending COVID-19 news, President Joe Biden, just like the sound of that, President Joe Biden is working hard in his first 100 days. According to CNN, yesterday the president announced a measure aimed at ramping up coronavirus vaccine allocation and distribution, including the purchase of 200 million more vaccine doses. With those additional doses, the president said there would be enough to fully vaccinate 300 million Americans, which is the entire population, by the end of summer and early fall. Wow. He's on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to get that done. Yeah, I did. You know, I did some research. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out how much the vaccine cost. Mm-hmm. This is just on the internet. The Pfizer price and the Moderna price is two different prices. Now, they don't cost you to get the vaccination, but how much Pfizer and Moderna is making off this vaccination is mm. unbelievable money. Per that. dose is $19 and some cent. One of them is high. I can't remember which one it is, but on the internet, I just looked it up. Mm-hmm. Each dose is $19, about 20 You got to get two doses. Mm-hmm. Or That's $40 a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. $300 million Do the math. Times $40. Come on. Do the math. Let me see. Yeah. 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 Well, Pfizer I mean, and Moderna is making some money. Yeah, I think Moderna's is more yeah. expensive. Now, they have one that is a one-shot dose. I haven't figured Johnson out which that Johnson one is. And and they've also said that this new strain of coronavirus that's in South Africa, yeah, they're now saying that it does work against that strain. Moderna. Mm-hmm. You know, I just read yeah, that today. So, you know, it's a lot going on. And in other COVID news, Steve, uh, Dr. Fauci says that wearing two masks is better than one. When asked Mm. whether the practice of double masking offers more protection, the White House advisor said, Dr. Fauci said, it uh, likely does during an interview on the Today Show Monday. 
Uh, Fauci said, so if you have a physical covering with one layer, you put another layer on, it just makes common sense that it likely would be more effective. That's the reason now you're seeing people uh, that are either doubling up their masks or doing now, a version. I'm just going to say this about it, Shirley, and I'm uh-huh. not trying to be contrary or anything like that. I'm just wearing Same. one damn mask. It's it. too hard to breathe, man. Yeah. Man, there's no you. way I can put another damn mask on cuz now we talking about we we ain't even, I'm not wouldn't even be worried about covid then. I'm worried about killing myself at this point. <laughs> if I got breathe. two damn masks on. <laughs> well, uh, it's hard, he, but, but I wore two masks this past mm-hmm. weekend when I went to Dallas. Now I was hot. It's too hard. Yeah. <laughs> but I That's had the thing you get hot. Uh, yeah. When when especially Fauci if you're around it, crowd, you're going to be around a crowd, you know. I tried it out. He talking about two masks, but bit. when Fauci said it, he ain't had no mask on. I'm not wearing <laughs> two either. I'm with you. That, it's too hot. But you ain't Dr. Fox. It's too damn hot for two. Man, the CDC is And I'm going to tell you another thing, too. Let me tell you something. Masking. When what? you got big ass lips, <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, oh, oh I forgot mash about that. these things in no more. You come yeah. tell you. Yeah. You know, I, I forgot stre- about that. I done stretch my mask out to the point where you can't even. It, it's it's no more yeah. fabric to be stretched. Oh, yeah. 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 That's funny. Sticky. I'm with you when you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't wear yeah. too much. I don't mind. Yeah. I oh, he, he changed the rule. Yeah, the, the they'll pra- never get my drive-through order right with one mask. How in the hell I'm gonna put two on? <laughs> <laughs> they'll never get it right with one. I'm gonna wear the well, mask though. I just I ain't finna wear yes. two. Yeah. I'm yeah, a social distance. You gotta wear distance. the mask. You gotta wear it. You gotta wear it. Man. Yeah. But some people are wearing double masks. They're trying it. Pete Buttigieg is one. They were seen, uh, he was seen at the uh, inauguration wearing two. And Amanda Gorman, uh, America's Poet Laureate, wore two masks. So it's catching on slowly but surely. So we'll see. Well, how you know, they in a crowded, I mean, you know, like, when you're in a crowded, in a crowded situation, I get it. But I ain't yes. fit to be around that many people. Yeah. More of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, some bad news for fans of uh, uh, Chioka coconut milk. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, The product, which comes from Thailand, has been dropped by Costco. It's been dropped by Target and Wegmans. Where's Wegmans? What city? Uh, Following revelations that the company has been using, check this out, Steve. They've been using forced monkey labor to pick coconuts from trees. Okay? (laughs) They're not paying the monkeys? So, what is PETA has oh. started an investigation uh, into the alleged, <laughs> alleged animal exploitation. They did this back in 2019, and apparently, I wish the hell I would <laughs> stop drinking my favorite damn coconut drink because they done made some monkeys go up in the tree to pick them. Who else supposed to go up there? They ass know they way up that tree better than anybody else. All this cotton black people in picked, ain't nobody would stop wearing t-shirts. I wish the hell I would sit up in here and quit drinking coconut juice cause a monkey went up there and got it. You can send every monkey in the jungle up there to get it if you want to. How you think we getting all these bananas in here? Who's going up there getting them damn bananas? Ain't nobody said nothing about them monkeys picking up them bananas and everything. I be damn, man, Peter can kiss my behind. I don't give a damn how many damn monkeys they sent up there. 
pick cotton for 400 damn years. All these cotton drawers and stuff everybody wearing. Ain't nobody boycotting that. Give me my damn coconut milk. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for a quick round of Ask the CLO. The Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is in the building. Steve, you ready? Here we go. (laughs) This one is from Domino in Las Vegas. Domino says, I'm a 28-year-old single female, and uh, I'm engaged to be married, but my fiancé's mother doesn't like me. His mom and my mom went to high school together, and his mom said my mother was popular and referred to her as a mean girl. My mom is a little bougie, okay, but that has nothing to do with me. I'm nothing like my mom, but I'm a respectable young woman. I don't want to live the rest of my life with a man who can't persuade his mom to stop holding grudges. Is there any way to get through to her? It's your mama, dog. No, ain't nothing you can do. Something happened between her and his mama. Something happened between your mama and his mama back in school. Something, they ain't talking about it. She mistreated. I think your mama probably said something bougie to or talked down to to the boy's mama, and he ain't forgot it, and she taking it out on you. That's all it is. And we can't help you on this show with that. (laughs) Okay. Okay, see If the son okay. can't get through to her, to his own mom. Yeah, well, I mean, we're moving it, on. You know. WD in Baltimore says, I've been working for over 35 years and I'm past retirement age, but I can't leave my job because it covers up my double life. My hours were reduced four years ago, so now I work 8 a.m. till noon, and then I'm off to my girlfriend's house to relax until it's time to head home around 6 p.m. Wow. (laughs) My company is forcing me to fully retire in June. I knew you'd like this, Tommy. Uh, and, And I'd be sick over it. I've been sick over it. I've been married 26 years, and I would never leave my wife, but I'm sure she suspects something. Should I be honest with her and hope for the best? (laughs) What? Listen to this, man. I don't know how you done faked it this long, because you working half a day. I'm pretty sure they're not giving you a whole check. So uh, these years that you've been working half a day getting that half a check, I guess your wife ain't say nothing about that. All I can tell you, dog, is when they fully make you retire, I think then you can act like you've been at work and just go over there all damn day. Just stay over there from 8 to 5. <laughs> what happened when that you goes know, to hell, though? Tommy, he's not divorcing his wife, mm-hmm. but he's not going to leave his girlfriend. Years. See, he's not looking for a solution. He talking about should he come clean. Fool. Come Ooh, clean. Ooh, you scared me. What, what, dog, 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 yeah. what are you finna walk in there and say to your wife that's gonna sound anything like, oh, 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 that's what you've been doing? Oh, okay. You're gonna mess around and get killed. K I L T. Killed. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. And of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Last break of the day. Last break of the day on this Wednesday. And it's been a good day. Good day. Yes, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I, I don't, I don't want to keep harping on this story. What's the story? But I just saw so 
the whole thing about the uh, coconut milk and coconut water. And that. Now, they done oh. took my favorite oh. damn coconut water out of Costco, which is where <laughs> I wasn't getting it from, no how. But they done <laughs> took it out because they done found out that they done had some forced monkey labor. What is forced <laughs> monkey labor? <laughs> how, how, well, who, who came up with that damn term? It was a story, You know, they Steve. were just killed. No, Shirley, they make me sick. Peter, make me sick. (laughs) They care more about animals than they do people. Black Lives Matter, we got to get shot in the streets and all this to try to get some attention. But make a monkey climb a damn tree? (laughs) Oh, hell no. We got to stop all this tree climbing now. You know, them monkeys was over there resting. They're watching TV. They got to go to school in the morning. And you're send that monkey up that tree. Get your ass up that tree and get all them damn coconuts out of there. Yeah, you're saying it in a funny way, but it's really Stupid. true. I mean, it's 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 really serious what you're saying. Under I don't give a damn, but Peter don't think it's funny. I Steve Harvey don't give a damn. Send them monkeys up there and get them damn coconuts down here so we can get this coconut milk. Force monkey labor. We I'm called it slavery. Yeah. Force yeah. people labor is called yeah. slavery. Hello. Now all Hello. of a sudden you mad because the damn monkeys got to do something. <laughs> Hell, the monkeys getting fed. Look here. Look here. All the monkeys got somewhere to stay. Uh-huh. They get fed. They probably get, you probably eat all the coconuts you can bring down. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you... You know, if if you bring down ten coconuts, you probably get to eat one. I don't know what the situation is, but I be damned if we got to stop drinking coconut milk. Yeah, cause it's Where, a forced monkey labor. I bet if they were sending people up there, they wouldn't even open their damn mouth. Right. Where are the people for the ethical treatment of people? Yeah. Come on. This is craziness. Right. This really yeah. is. Yeah. yeah it's a so huge what story. else it's is all... the monkeys doing? <laughs> They busy for picking so coconuts. They didn't ask for that job, man. <laughs> okay, but well, let, let me tell you something. You can't make them go up the damn tree. Oh my God. Exactly. exactly. Monkeys go up there to get coconuts. See, I bet you, I bet you. It's, and let me tell you something. How you think man got their first banana? Probably saw a monkey eating one. <laughs> <laughs> And then you think it'll probably, probably... Got made friends with the money? Okay, I'm gonna tell you exactly how they did it. Okay. Now, they they did it like they did America. They were sitting over there, they mm. were starving. A monkey was sitting up in the tree eating a banana. They called the monkey down and made friends with the monkey. Then they ate the monkey's bananas, and then they told the monkey to go up there and get him some more bananas. And every time the monkey went up there and got him bananas, they had him come back down, and they took all the bananas from the monkeys. And then they told the monkeys, this is our jungle and our tree. Now, you mm-hmm. can't go up there unless you check with us. This sound familiar? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do this sound like something that happened? Sure. <laughs> sound like how America came about to me. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, they're all over in Thailand or wherever finding all these damn monkeys they want to take sides with not not monkey rights. Yeah, the coconut monkey milk march. comes from Thailand. Monkey you march. mentioned Thailand. <laughs> a monkey yeah. march? Monkey Is that march. what you said? Nah. <laughs> 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 Now, it's unbelievable, crazy, though. It really is. This is crazy. It really is. Oh, man. Now, see, I'm just really, and I don't give speech. a damn what, <laughs> I, I don't care nothing about what Peter said about me. Look, this president we had, 
sat up there and told some people at a podium to cat ass down to the Capitol and go down there and, and use, we gotta be combat ready. That was Giuliano made that. And we cannot show weakness. The president said that. Y'all won't impeach his ass but you want to take all the damn coconut water off the shelf because some monkeys had to go up there against their damn will and get it. Man, this country can miss me with the way they be. Man, the stuff they take a side on, it be so damn ignorant. And don't email me, text me about what I said about Peter because I promise you I don't give a damn. Until you start caring about people more than you care about animals. Look, I'm for the ethical treatment of animals. But I'm more for the ethical treatment of people. Hmm. I have a pet. I always treat animals good. I don't believe in abusing animals. But damn, you done pulled them out the stores just like that. Costco and Target. All the the people that ran into the damn Capitol that was Trump fans, where they ass at? I want all their ass locked Hopefully up. Hopefully arrested and oh, in prison. They didn't got tired of it. You say I monkey march No, perform for two or that, That's, hey, that's a good ass work right there. That's called an organ grinder. You, he got the little cap on, making money and everything. Some of them monkeys, that's they, living, that's they entry level life. into show business. <laughs> that's show business to them monkeys. You, oh, you, don't know, you, don't know, you don't know how long a monkey been waiting on this opportunity. This could have been an opportunity of a lifetime. Pick me, pick me. I talk found down another the money with an organ grinder. This Man. is my shot into the big lights. I'm going to Hollywood, damn it. Start yes, spreading the news. Oh, I'm going to Broadway. I'm going to be the first Thailand monkey on Broadway. Don't stop me. Oh, thank you, Harvey. Now let them monkeys go on and take their shot. Monkey been waiting on this chance his whole life. Now, here your ass stopped him from climbing and dancing up in the trees. Oh, man. You're I'm going to go over there and get the same damn monkeys and go up in that tree and get out, and I'm going to call it monkey milk. And I'm going to make a million, millions of dollars on it. I'm selling monkey milk. We got to go home. Oh. <laughs> You're mad about that. Oh, For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 